Hey, welcome to Travel Tuesday Happy Hour, where we interview dope people doing dope things with one thing in common, the love for travel. We have a great guest lined up. Grab a drink. Stay tuned. What's going on, Travel Fam? If you ever thought about starting a podcast, check out Anchor. Anchor is free. Anchor will provide you tools to record and edit your podcast from your phone or your computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast to multiple streaming platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Everything you need right in one app. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Father Highness, what's good, baby? Good afternoon, good afternoon. This is the Dominican rum I was telling you about. Okay, okay. Oh, I see what you're talking about. All right, the, all right. One of the doctors, one of the anesthesiologists that I work with brought it to me as a gift from the Dominican Republic. You know? Okay, okay. So, but, so tell us who you are, brother, and what, what you do. Well, I go by the name of Father Highness from King Crown, but the government name is Lionel St. Pierre. Once you hear that St. Pierre, you already know. You know what it is. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, I mean, Lino and I, I mean, Lino's my big brother on the block. You know what I mean? Growing up. But I look young. But I look young. Don't let yeah, the, don't, look, look, don't, let the, don't let the grace fool you. He's my big brother. All right? Don't let the grace fool you. Um, but nah, man, Lino was the big bro on the block alongside a whole bunch of other big bros on the block that kept a lot of us in line, made sure that, you know, we wasn't getting into too much trouble, right? Definitely, definitely, and so, um, you know, you know, Lionel, I mean, we was talk- I was talking earlier about, like, what it meant to be Haitian. So what does it mean to be Haitian to you, bro? Well, actually, it was definitely a journey. The reason why I said it was a journey, because with me growing up, my mom was very involved, and she kept us away from certain elements. You understand? So my block had a Haitian side of the block. Yes, sir. We stayed on the Haitian side of the block, even though we did deter here and there because we had other peers. You understand? But we really, when it came to crunch time, we stayed on our side of the block. So another thing is, it's like growing up, we had, we definitely had some hardship because of big stereotypes as in oh you Haitian you got HBO Haitian body hold on but it's it's like the different things I was into kept me cool as in just like your cousin used to play football with us yeah so we were big and heavy into football so most of our peers you know we had block versus block so oh he's cool because he plays football just like becoming a DJ. People thought it was so cool that I play music and I can relate with this, all this reggae music, this soca, this R&B, and I have the Haitian background. And right. places that I go, they want to tell me where I come from. You know what I'm saying? It's like, Mario, which part of Jamaica you come from? I said, I'm not Jamaican. My, my parents are from Haiti, Jacques Mel and Port-au-Prince. There you go. So, no, <laughs> no, you gotta be Guyanese. And I said, No, I'm not Guyanese, I'm not Trini, I'm not Lucian. 
for some reason, Haitian will be the last thing, the last guess to make when it comes to me. You understand? And with my music, my style of music, even if you hear it in the mix right there, I incorporate that reggae voice, which makes me different. You right, understand? Right. So the thing is, with music, you have to find yourself, as in what makes you comfortable. Like a person that I really, really put my hat down to is DJ Stax. Mm. Very, very influential and he's a he's a powerhouse when we come when it comes to this music especially strong in the haitian community so i salute dj stacks all the way he's very versatile and i just salute him for being who he is because he's comfortable in his space but with this music i'm not gonna lie the music has its ups and downs but I was fortunate to tour Japan about five times. I've mostly been in the in the north part, which is called Sapporo. Sapporo has the real cold winters, like being upstate New York or being in Vermont or Canada. Mm. So I want to big up Dr. Majestics. That's the promoter that brought me out to Japan about five times. So Dr. Majestic, if you listen, Arigato Zaymas, Star. That's my people. <laughs> I also toured I did um went to Jamaica twice last summer. I went to Iberia Star. That's right. People, if you're listening, if you ever going to visit Jamaica, we say Gyaltigo Bay. We don't say Montego Bay. Gyaltigo Bay <laughs> Iberia Star is the place to go. Also went to um, Runaway Bay, but I had more fun at Iberia Star because Iberia Star it has the Wi-Fi everywhere. Mm. I went to Runaway Bay. Runaway Bay, you got to be in front of the bar to be get <laughs> yeah, to Wi-Fi. Exactly. You don't want you want to be you want to relax in the room and use the Wi-Fi. It doesn't work. It can't, it doesn't work like that. And you know, it's about comfortability. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So, quick question, right? So, before traveling for a DJ, like, what got you traveling in the first place? Like, being from Haiti, I know for some of our first trips, was really going to Haiti as a kid, and you know, just getting around and about like that. Um, but for you, like, what was it like for you? Like, your first, what was your first trip outside of Haiti? Uh, you know what? The crazy thing is. Japan, but I've never been to Haiti because every mm. time, every time that I was supposed to go to Haiti, they had a problem in the country. We Gosh. had the first coup d'état. I was ten. I was supposed to mm. go in the summer. I missed my grandfather's funeral because the Haiti was crazy at the moment. You know what I'm saying? So that was the first coup d'état by Cedras. Mm-hmm. Cedras. So that was a big disappointment, and actually. Another big disappointment in my life was one of my mom's wishes was to be buried next to her mother, mm. which is my grandmother. And unfortunately, I wasn't able to do that on the fact that I set tickets ready to fly with, with my mom to Haiti. But I had an uncle that was going to set me up along the way. Oh, wow. That's and crazy. Knew, 
and news got back to me. See, I gotta also thank my father. My father said, I don't want you to go, but if you go, I support your decision and I'll see what I can do. And then so, I'll have uh, hold people- on, hold on to that real quick, right? So I mean, you know, people gotta understand there's there's the good, the bad, and the ugly. You know oh, what yeah, I mean? Definitely. Um, definitely. and so um I bring that up because, you know, that's one of the reasons why my parents are hesitant on me going, right? They're hesitant because, you know, there's a lot of superstition. There's a lot of bad juju out there, and they want to always make sure that we're protected. You know what I mean? Um, that's just one aspect, and unfortunately, a lot of the times, it's family. You know what I mean? Um, it's family that's usually want to be the first ones to, to take something. Um, we have a term in Haiti called bien. It's like your belongings, your your stuff. And they think that us as diaspora have um, money growing off the trees. You know what I mean? If we have property see, in Haiti, that's, that's is, theirs for the taking if something happens. So, you know, this is I, how I, I see it. This is how I see it. Just like anywhere you go in life, you have to be conscientious. You have to know, all right, I have to keep, I have to observe people. I have to know where I'm at, not to... You don't just go flossing anywhere. Right. You, you have to know because there's always a bad energy. There's always somebody that wants what you have, regardless of the fact. It could be a friend, foe. It could be in between. Right. You just never know. That's why you have to test people out. You got to understand where people are coming from. You got to understand people's pain. Yeah, right, right. I agree. So with that said, right, um, um, with that kind of mentality of, you know, um, missing the mark to go into Haiti a couple of times, um, mm -hmm. does being Haitian kind of impact the way you move around the world, right? Um, you know, United States, um, Japan, Jamaica, you know what I'm saying? And then being a DJ, you're part of a different vibe, a different crowd. So mm -hmm. at that point, you're moving around in a way such that you with the shotters at one point. And you with the regular folk at the other point, yeah. and then you could just be looking around, trying to figure out what's going on on the other side. So, how do you move around knowing like a lot of these things be going around around you? The crazy thing is, it's the reactions I like getting when somebody find when they don't expect that you're a Haitian, and then when you tell somebody you're Haitian, even to a point where you have to show them your ID. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I did a Zumba class with for a set of girls, right? I can feel I don't know why. You're, you're your audio is going in and out for some reason. Yeah. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. I hear you clearly. All right, no. there you go. You're good. You're good. For some reason, I get the vibe when I could tell somebody's Haitian. Is this something that we have at times? Yo, for real. You know? For real. You sense it. You're some, like, yo. Some people might trick like real you. Quick. <laughs> some people might trick you. Like me and my boy, we used to have a game when, when we would be on the train. If we see somebody we know is we're Haitian, we'll start singing our song in Creole. Lemba, we're so Leila. This is their reaction. <laughs> <laughs> and they'll look, and then we stop singing. Got them, you know what I mean? So it was def definitely, definitely a journey. But the thing is, like like I said, the reactions is crazy, especially when you have, when you create a fan base and they 
think that you only could play reggae when you start dropping some compa. Like, oh, and he Haitian? Oh, I love him. <laughs> uh, it's definitely a great vibe, but one thing I want to let DJs know, they have to understand the power that they have because being a DJ, you are able to teach. Don't just play the music. Teach people about the music. As in, just playing music doesn't mean anything. You have to be able to entertain. You can play music from your iPod. What good does that do? Right. It's like somebody sit there and just play songs. People want entertainment. If you're not being entertained, you're not getting your money's worth. Plain and simple. Yo, for real, because for the longest, I thought Kassab was a Haitian band, bro. And you can't tell no Haitian in the world, Kassab isn't Haitian, bro. And I was like, Martinique. Martinique? Get out of here, bro. You know what I mean? And and that was a a learning experience. Because, you know, we we learned that that song dropped at Aiden and Haitian Party. And the thing is, it was an anthem. Right. But we can't claim that anthem. Crazy thing is, I wasn't too big on Haitian music when I was younger. Mm-hmm. I fell in love with Haitian music when I first heard Zen, because I had a cousin that used to play the, the tape so much. The first Zen tape with, I think it was called Na Na Na, with, um, mm-hmm. with Live yep. Airman. Nasty ass song. Oh, man. And then I just, yo, I tell you, I was, my mind was blown because my career wasn't that great. Mm-hmm. So by listening to the song, I'm just, you know, even my mom listening to me. Definitely. I just want everybody to take from this that no matter how you portray yourself, never neglect or never be ashamed of where you come from. For real, facts. Facts. As so the, the people that waited to Wyclef bus to say that they're Haitian, it's never too late to embrace it. So remember that one summer, that one Labor Day weekend, everybody, the Jamaicans, the Panamanians, the, the Trinidadians, everybody was rocking a, a Haitian a flag, flag on Eastern Parkway. All That's of a sudden, where all these Haitians come from, bro? when they had three trucks. Right. It was three trucks that summer. Yeah. It was Sweet Mickey, T-Vice, and I think it was just a, uh, what's it, what's it, um, I forgot the name of the, uh, um, the transfer place. Was that Cam? Cam. Yeah, Cam. Cam had a truck, so, yeah, it was big. It was a, it was a sea Red, white, and blue flags. Yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. So I'm going to transition real quick, right? So today, um, you know, outside is kind of open up, not all the way, right? Um, mm-hmm. So how have you guys been impacted by, like, COVID-19? Well, musically, it's at a standstill because, I mean, I still do, like, little Zoom, like, baby showers and birthday parties. But other than that, it's a standstill. At my workplace... I actually work in the OR, so it's been mm-hmm. very, it's been crazy, bro. Mm. Um, in the beginning, they didn't know how to deal with it, so we had a ninety percent death rate in the beginning. Ninety percent death rate once a patient was intubated. Intubated means 
put on a vent and put to sleep, like induce a coma so the machine is breathing for you. So we had a basically a 90% death rate once you've been intubated. So as weeks went by, they, they found a new way to deal with these patients. They were placing these patients prone, that means on their stomach, so the diaphragm could expand more. Because mm. you weren't getting oxygen to the bottom of your lungs. So Ooh. imagine trace of blood goes in a rotation. So mm -hmm. if it doesn't get oxygenated from the bottom of your lungs to go to your superior and being a carver that goes to your brain, then your other organs start to um to malfunction. As in you have kidney failure, liver failure, you start to retain retain water and you start to swell like a, and then after a while you're not alert you're not aware you're not oriented and then you you're like a vegetable and then so how 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 are you transitioning from that right uh, so the governor comes on gives daily briefings that mm -hmm. you know the numbers are coming down and um you know oh, definitely the emissions the emissions went down completely actually my my continuum my i work for mount sinai beth israel we also have St. Luke's, Roosevelt, Cancer Center, um, Mount Sinai, Queens. We let out about 655 patients back into the community that um, recovered from from COVID-19. So mm. I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy to say that. Okay. O over six, 655 patients. Oh wow, that's 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 amazing. And that's within within my circle. Okay. Of hospitals that's under the Mount Sinai Beth Israel. Wow, you know, that's crazy, man. Not, excuse me, not Mount Sinai Beth Israel, Mount Sinai itself. Okay. Yeah. So so um, you know, as you know, things start to open up and you know, um Social distancing is like a little bit of relaxed, you know, what, what, what does the landscape look like for you moving forward now? Is, are you like, you know, people gotta be 10 feet away from the DJ booth? Um, you know, Honestly, what's, what is the, what's the more new move for you now? The move for me now is not even thinking about DJ wise. It's thinking okay. about life wise. Cause this is the, this is the year 2020 and 2020 is known as great vision. Mm -hmm. If you have 2020 vision, that means you have great vision. I think this is showing everybody that we have to take a new perspective of life. If things we're, we're not doing right, we have to change things around and see how easily things can be taken away from us. Right. So I, I need everybody that's listening to take life into a different perspective, as in see don't take for granted the little things because look how things just change on us yes sir yes sir. i had a guy named Ro roger mentalist he's a, a what you call it one of these speakers you can follow him on instagram his name is roger mentalist he talks about some deep topics so people take this as an example look how easily it feels like we're in jail as in, we're given a time to go in. Look, the trains right now, you can't go into the train from 1 a.m. to 5 a.m. 
Mm. So people that doesn't have Uber or Lyft, you're stuck. Right, if you, right. If you don't have a license, you know what I'm saying? So look like how people used to go to the club just to relax, just to vent. Right, right. You gotta make your you gotta make your house a club. Look at this bottle. <laughs> this this bottle's almost done, bro. Yo, for real. It was full. <laughs> so let's move over to a, a lighter note, right? So um, the one question I'm going to ask because I don't want to kill the time. I know you have people waiting. Oh no, you good? You good? I mean, I'm just gonna have to go and extended an extended happy hour because uh, the gentleman that was supposed to jump on just didn't get time and enough time, and you got a dope amount of time. Um, what's your favorite? Like, give me like top five or top three Haitian food. Haitian food. I used to love griot, but I don't eat pork anymore. Okay, okay. From the year 2000, that's about 20 years that I, oh, wow. I haven't I haven't eaten pork. But uh, I like tasso. <laughs> I like giot jonjon. Okay, okay. Did, can you make giot jonjon? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Banana and patate. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yo, you see this guy that commented he's from the block? Uh-huh. He's American. And you see what he just wrote? <laughs> yeah. That's how much that we are influential. Yes, sir. Bonan yes, sir. And, and look, he patat. wrote it nice. Banan and patat. <laughs> are we? Are Yo, we? you got to love that, though. You got to love, love that. It. I love it. And, you met, and just think about it. 1985, 87, we weren't influential like that. Nah, nah, man. We were, we were considered outcasts. We were considered the ones to rob. We were considered the one going in his pocket. Yep. We Fact. were considered, look at the kid with the wingtip shoes. Hey, man, look. Look at the high waters. Them joints was comfortable, damn it. <laughs> it was comfortable, but you were slipping and sliding, bro. Hey, look, look, Come man. On, you know what? <laughs> Um, Conway, Payless, they made sure I had clothes on my back, shoes on my feet. You know what I'm saying? Our this is one thing I hated. Clean. This is one thing I hated. Imagine you went to your, I, you have a peer from your class, right? Uh-huh. He's having a little get-together, a little birthday party. Say he's eight years old, nine years old. Well, we got to we wrap this up real quick. We got to wrap real this quick. up, so go ahead. Imagine... <laughs> you go mm -hmm. to take you everybody's wearing jeans what are you wearing a three-piece a suit a three-piece suit, suit. <laughs> you're playing nintendo <laughs> three-piece suit <laughs> yo bro yo, Chris Stiles, i really appreciate you for jumping on peace salute to you brother keep doing your thing man for sure, and for sure. Later, and before I end, people, this Friday, this Friday, 10 to 12, follow Kevin Crown Music. I'm going to be on the Kevin Crown Show, 10 to 12, 10 p.m. to 12 Oh, yeah, Kevin Crown be Check on fire, out. bro. That's a good look right there, man. All right, good brother. I'll talk to you later. All right. Peace. All right, thanks for having me. I appreciate you. Another dope conversation. Keep traveling and stay safe. Until next time, peace.